0: Welcome to Lockhead on Marketing, where we're trying the world's first marketing podstorm, 30 days of strategies and ideas to help you create the future of your choosing. Hey ho, let's go. Thanks for pressing play, and this is Lockhead on Marketing, the number one charting marketing podcast. Uh, for those of you who want strategies and ideas that are a little bit different, <laughs> where we talk about legendary marketing, category design, and more, and this is episode thirty, the final episode of the first marketing uh, podstorm. <laughs> I had to think about it for a second there. God, it's been uh, as as uh, producer Jason DeFilippo says. We uh, you know we normally do one, sometimes two episodes of uh, Lockhead on marketing a week. And so uh, 30 uh, 30 episodes in 30 days is 30 weeks in 30 days. And uh, that's what we've done. And, um, you know, we did it at an extraordinary time in history uh, during a global pandemic of epic proportions that uh, this generation has not seen. Obviously, a monster recession that came with it. And uh, shortly after we started, or sort of roughly midway, I guess, through the uh, pod storm, um, a massive, massive uh, fight for justice in the United States uh, based on the horrible, um, the horrible murder of George Floyd. In addition to all of those things, uh, we had a lot going on in our personal lives. And so we thought it would be fun to wrap the uh, pod storm with Jason DeFilippo Filippo. Uh, our producer, and Jamie Jay, who's our technical lead. He handles Lockhead.com. He handles the tex- technical execution. Uh, he and his team of uh, publishing uh, our oddcasts and so forth. And they're both dear friends. They're both entrepreneurs. Jason's a solopreneur for years. And we thought it'd be fun to get together, share with you what was going on in the background throughout the um, pod storm in our lives and our feelings about it. And most importantly, the results of the pod storm and what it could mean um, for you as you embark on potentially a pod storm in your business or frankly, any uh, epic uh, mission uh, worthy mission that you want to embark on. And so uh, that's what we have for you on this episode. We're brought to you, uh, as always, by my good friends at Oracle NetSuite. Visit netsuite.com slash different. That's netsuite.com slash different to learn more about the number one cloud ERP system on the planet. And my friends at Splunk are the leaders in data to everything. Visit splunk.com slash D to E. Now... Uh, Jason DeFilippo, Jamie J., and myself. Hey-ho, let's go. Well, I remember at the beginning of the pod storm, Jamie, you said that if we could have all the episodes done for the following week by Wednesday of the preceding week, that would be great. And uh, we didn't ever do that, did we? (laughs) Uh,
1: We got them done
2: Wednesday day. (laughs) Uh, The best laid plans of mice and men. And the weekend Q and A
0: episodes were a lot of work to get done, right? Because we would record them on Fridays and slice them and dice them and serve them up on Saturday and Sundays. And so the whole team had to work over the weekend to get all that happen.
2: Yeah, yeah. I haven't had a day off, and well, I I never have a day off anyway. Who am I kidding? (laughs) I'm a podcaster, man. I never
1: take a day off. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'd I'd commit sideways if I didn't have at least a day off. (laughs) Uh. but man look i was
2: telling you yesterday chris it's like i look at it and we did 30 weeks of content in 30 days from what we normally do so um pretty proud of it pretty proud of it something to hang my hat on right i mean we would normally do one sometimes
0: two uh marketing episodes a week but normally just one And so, yeah, Jason said to me, do you know we're doing 30 weeks in 30
1: days? (laughs) And I hadn't thought about it that way. Well, uh, Jason, what do you think? I think I know the answer to this, but what was the most challenging? Oh, just timing. Because,
2: you know, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, when we started this, none of us really had that much life stuff going on. And then I think I know Chris had some life stuff happen, big life stuff in between that, uh, Kind of went sideways and good ways also. You know, and yep. I did, too. I got I got supremely sick in the middle of it. It's just like really hard to, like, you know, plan for that kind of thing. So it's like just the the regular life challenges are something that you have to kind of account for when you're trying to do one of these BHAGs that we had because we, yes. <laughs> we had a big BHAG.
0: We had a big hag, and we mm-hmm. delivered that BHAG 30 episodes in 30 days. <laughs> yeah. And and Jace, your dad got sick,
2: but sounds like he's doing better. Right? My da- Yeah. My dad got sick. Uh, has recovered 100, percent but him getting sick got me sick just from the amount of stress, and uh, I was down for a couple of days. And you know, I'm 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 working my way back, but then, man, my roommate and I get sick again. It's just like, come on, man, please stop. <laughs> so, but hey, we powered through. We're here. We're alive. We're here.
0: And the other thing, we I mean, when we started the pod storm, there was a global pandemic going on and a global. Recession going on, which of course was a our motivation to do this. Uh, but then, uh, I guess in the first quarter, or maybe halfway through, started a global movement. Yeah. Uh, after the brutal murder of George Floyd, a br- global anti-racism uh, reform transformation social awesome. Enough's enough. I don't know. I don't even know what to call it. Mm -hmm. And so in the middle of all this, all that happened. And it's, it's an incredible thing to be trying to focus
1: on work with all of that going on. Well, I like the fact that you took that focus and put it into the work and kind of made that, you know, in relation to category design and marketing, I thought that was, I thought it was pretty cool. And I learned a ton. I have to admit, I learned a ton over this and it I loved that they were short. I could consume them quickly without interrupting a lot of my day, which is really my days are pretty, pretty packed. Uh, but I absolutely enjoyed it. I I learned a ton and I think a lot of other people did too. I know I learned a ton and, you know, Chris, you and I are
2: going to talk about this on Follow Your Different uh, after this. And uh, yeah, I've never been a huge marketing guy because I've always been on the other side of the table. And I've just kind of... Uh, it's been enlightening. It has been extremely enlightening to to learn how like like let's say the other side lives. You know, we let
0: you into the secret discussions, Chase. We don't normally let the geeks into the marketing discussion.
2: I know. I got into the you know the star chamber. You guys like opened the door and let me in, and like I got the robe and the secret handshake, and I guess the ring ring is coming in the mail next week. So yeah, yeah and you're working with your category design lightsaber now. Yeah. <laughs> So it's been it's been fantastic. I have I have literally learned more than more than uh, I can I can even say. Yeah, it's been fantastic. So I'm
0: curious, uh, and Jamie, uh, you know, maybe you could elucidate on this. As we were doing the pod storm with your other business um, bottleneck, mm-hmm. um, you decided. Well, why don't you tell me what you de- what what was going on and what you decided to do about it.
1: Yeah. Um, well, and I think a lot of other people, hopefully, well, hopefully this motivated others to do something similar, but we took a pretty heavy hit. I'd say right around the end of March it was pretty much when it really kind of slowed up. We took about a 62% hit here in the, in the company. Um, and you were and,
0: having your best year, right? You thought oh, yeah. this was going to be your breakout year.
1: Yep. Yep. hundred percent. And, and it kind of, it was a little scary. Uh, we had to take our staff down to part-time, which is, you know, scary in and of itself. And the whole team rallied around. And instead of us, you know, bowing our heads down or whatever, we just kind of all gathered around, listened to the Podstorm, had an unbelievable conversation with you. And out of that, created a new category. Not only created a new category, but are well on our way to launching it um, around a new website. Um, new onboarding portals. Everything changed. Our entire messaging changed. I think. Um, so we're we uh, we came up with like we're we're a virtual assistant company, but now we're kind of anti virtual assistants, which I thought was really cool. So we're excited for all of that. And I think within the next four weeks, we'll have replaced about forty to fifty percent of that lost revenue. And within the next two months, we'll have overcome that deficit. And uh, what? we'll be right back on track. So I, I just, yeah. <laughs> bravo, <laughs> bravo. <laughs> so let's
0: crack this one open for a second. So bottleneck assistance, online on fire. You're getting ready to have your biggest year ever. You're growing at what, what on a percentage basis, Jamie? Uh, well, we lost about 62% no, of, before oh, the, oh, before C19 hits.
1: Oh, 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 holy cow. Uh, we were up probably almost fifty percent. Oh yeah, easily fifty percent over last year. And you had a great year last year, right? You so the thing is on fire.
0: fire. You guys are absolutely uh, doing an incredible job. C nineteen hits as as um, as Clint, the the CEO of Hydrofacial, says, uh, uh, "Your business got hi- uh, ambushed." Yeah, and, exactly. <laughs> and so now we're we're growing at fifty percent or more. You get hit
1: and now you're down 60%. Oh yeah. And afraid, inside afraid of that we wouldn't may, may not make payroll <laughs> a couple times like we were worried.
0: Inside that, you make a decision that you are going to do category design as a way to combat the horrible health crisis and the horrible economic crisis. Yeah. And so what was it that motivated you? Why did you think like with with the boat taking on so much water that uh, updating your category design um, amongst a number of other things, but was, was important for you to do.
1: Well, because I, I lost a company in 2008 when we had the housing crisis. And I said, the next time I do something like this, I'm going to make it as recession proof as possible. Cause I found the first thing to go is the marketing budgets usually. And then the second thing to go is staff. And we, in essence, our virtual staffing agency. And I thought, well, now with everybody having to work remotely, things are going to really take off. And it did exactly the opposite. And I had to figure out, I had to figure something out because it's not just me. Now there's a lot of people that count on us to make a living. So I thought instead of freaking out with, my appointments went from like 20, 30 a week down to like two to five a week. Sales call appointments. Sales calls appointments. Yeah, uh, consultations. We call them. Yeah, it was crickets, and I said, "Well, I'm just going to get to work." And we we did this. We built it out. We're doing a new website, and we really barreled our head down. We learned so much um, from the surveys from our clients and how they're feeling and how they're talking. Um, we came up with you know really deep went really deep into avatars and then the messaging, the overall messaging. We wanted to figure out. How it could be different than every other, for the sake of anything else, Tom, Dick, and Harry, and maybe Susie, Kathy, Karen, whatever you want to call them. But we really wanted to be different. And we really wanted to be um, like Maya Angelou. It's, it's not what you say, um, but it's how people, you know, make, it's how you make them feel. That's how you're going to be remembered. And so what we wanted to do was make sure we made people feel good, feel different through kind of an intimate-based relationship. And uh, um, hiring somebody remotely uh, is more transactional, and 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 AI as, is associated with a virtual assistance a lot. And we wanted to get rid of all that, and that's what we did. We had a meeting with you, uh, listened to all of your pod storms, and out of this came a brand new category um, that we're not going to trademark. We're hoping that uh, people start talking about it. And we got an email the other day saying, "Hey, do you have any DDAs? Which is the the new category we're coming up with. Why not say it? What's the new category from virtual assistant to? It's dedicated distant assistant. Nice. So I want everyone to start saying distant assistant now, and so much so that we're now creating a training portal, a, a certification portal for dedicated distant assistants. So they will be distant assistant certified. And uh, that way, more people will say, hey, I'm just an assistant certified. Here's my certification. And whether or not they work with us is fine. It doesn't matter. But uh, yeah, pretty exciting. All attributed to you, man.
0: (laughs) Well, uh, please. But the thing that I love is your business was uh, eating a shit sandwich. And had you not stood up, had Sarah not stood up, had your team not stood up, had you not gotten you know, what we love to talk about, thoughtfully aggressive, right? It's easy to take a victim position when the shit hits the fan. You did the opposite and you got creative and you got innovative and you got thinking. And now, I I just want to acknowledge you because in the midst of the, the, the greatest economic crisis and the greatest healthcare crisis of the modern era, you transform your business And you are absolutely positioning yourself to be in that
1: ten percent that gets
0: stronger as a result of a of a
1: recession. Hundred percent. We reviewed all of our processes, all of our systems, the new website, is the messaging's all different. Um yeah it's 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 been it's been super tough i will i will not kid you that's why this <laughs> we just went away this weekend to kind of <laughs> take a little breather um but we wanted to come circle back around and and finish this podstorm off because and and one other thing too is i i know this is kind of a sidetrack but i i do want to say something i was looking at the stats and and be this podstorm y- your listenership has increased by 8, eight over 80% about 81% from before starting the Podstorm storm to afterwards that tells me the message is resonating. And I basic it's basically a roadmap for anyone that wants to do any kind of marketing in their business. This Podstorm storm is a roadmap to, to get there. And I mean, and I just can't believe it's free. Like, like it's, it, you, it's, it does come with a money back guarantee, doesn't it though? <laughs> it does. That's right.
0: That's
2: right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it was good. Thank you again, Chris, for you helping a lot of people out, and and thanks to Jason for pumping out all this content quick turnarounds. <laughs> oh, I do. Well, hey, look, Jay- I got the easy part, man. <laughs> I got the easiest part of the whole place. <laughs> Jason, let's maybe go
0: to you for a sec on this. You know, mm-hmm. you are literally a living podcast legend. You have been involved with um, uh, creating in one way or another some of the biggest podcasts in the world, including um, Tim Ferriss and Kevin Rose. Some other ding-dongs, I don't know. Some a other, you know, them. a bunch of big ding-dongs, <laughs> uh, Jordan Harbinger. I mean, incredible, incredible names you've worked with uh, that have had big growth and so forth. And so uh, you've you've been involved with a lot of giant podcasts and a lot of firsts in podcasting. Uh, and now you got to uh, produce the first podstorm. So w- w- what's the podstorm been like
2: for you? Well, it's just, you know, it's it, it's been really fun to do. And I'm glad that we can, you know, we can hang our hat on that and say that we did it. And uh, it's one of those new things It's just like, you came up with the idea and you're like, hey, well, you know, have you heard of a tweetstorm? I'm like, yeah. And you're like, what about a podstorm? I'm like, hmm, could be a thing. And you're just like, okay, screw it. Let's do it. And that's what I love. It's just like most people sit around and get, you have to have business meetings and all that. And you're like, nah, okay, let's do it. Then me, you and Jamie sat down, started up a spreadsheet, figured out what the schedule was going to be, and said, hey, hey ho, let's go. And uh, (laughs) we went. And so it's been. And um, by
0: the way, if we had had a meeting, and discussed it and analyzed it and done what sort of normal business people do.
2: <laughs> We'd uh, figure out that we were insane and never would have done this it.
0: This <laughs> is a dumb fucking idea. Yep. This, we're going to kill ourselves doing this thing. Yep. <laughs> the other thing that sort of, I wanted to ask you guys about, it's sort of meta about what just happened, which is the pod storm was really about, of course, marketing and category design, right? Mm-hmm. And... The pod storm is a new category of podcast activity. And so in a 30 day discussion about how to try and do some legendary marketing, how to differentiate yourself and how to distinguish yourself uh, in a niche that you can own, uh, niche down, create a category. We were creating a category called a pod storm. So we were eating our own dog food. (laughs) <laughs> well, in real time. Yeah, practicing right? what you preach. <laughs> and so it's sort of a, I don't know, it's sort of a very uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, <laughs> uh, fucking Hunter S. Thompson, Charles Rukowski esque thing to be doing something that is a demonstration, at least in part, of the thing
2: that you're talking about while you're doing it. Am I making any sense? <laughs> yeah, you are. i You nailed it. You know, you talk about it and we did it and that's how it goes. And now we have, we have a wonderful body of work and hopefully we can take a week off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's the plan. That's the plan. <laughs> Probably not two weeks, but we'll at least take a little bit of a downtime and let the whiskey settle. <laughs> yeah, Here, Go for a kidney check. <laughs> what? Yeah, exactly. I got to get those liver supplements going again. Yes what advice would you guys have? You know, one of the things that we're of course all hopeful for is that um, more marketers, more podcasters sort of adopt this idea of a pod storm because pre your point, uh, Jamie, on the growth numbers that we've seen, which is an absolute stunner. If you get a pod storm, right, you can make a very big difference. And so You know, what are your thoughts on sort of uh, what advice would you give others on if they wanted to do a pod storm?
2: I mean, I think the thing that makes this thing successful is that they're short. So every day you can pop it in, get it done uh, while you're sitting there, you know, having your eggs for breakfast or outside taking a walk with the dog and you learn something and it's very laser focused, you know, very laser focused and. You know, you, you just you can come home and you go, hey, I can implement that today. That's something new that I never thought about. I can implement that today. And you don't want to be long when you don't need an hour a day pod storm for 30 days because nobody would listen. <laughs> You'd, you would, it would actually probably have the opposite effect and you would lose listeners. Um, but I think I think really it's just like keep it tight,
1: keep it focused and keep it short. Totally agree. I think I and I think it's because you're kind of dominating it. If you can describe what it is that you're doing in a podstorm with one hashtag, one one-word hashtag, I think you're on to something. Much in the way that this was described. If you if you go and you search a hashtag podstorm, Christopher's going to be everywhere. If you search on Google podstorm, he's going to be everywhere. It's going to be everywhere. So if you can come up with an idea. I love the fact that you just take action right away, get it done. Keep them short so that that way you're not spending a ton of time editing or going to your editor and getting all that turnaround stuff. Keep things short, but keep it simple. If you can describe it in one word, that that would be my advice to somebody that's taking this on, because then you're actually practicing category design. Yeah. And I think, Jamie,
0: you mentioned something um, a little bit earlier. You know, we started with a focus on trying to help businesses grow and be in that 10% who, who actually get stronger in a recession. Um, and, you know, through this thing, we had this horrible, horrible murder of George sure. Floyd. And we made the decision that we weren't going to back down from that, that we were actually going to uh, lean forward on our skis and get into it and talk about the role, in our case anyway, that marketing can play in driving social justice, in making social change happen. So we rather than ran from a giant meta change that is happening in our world and, and pretend to ignore it, we we steered right into it. And of course it changed what we wanted to ultimately do and some of the topics we wanted to cover in the pod storm. And so a learning for me on that was we have to have courage we have to be willing to adapt in real time. And in, in this case, when something massive came up, unlike a lot of others who who decided to try to steer away from it, we steered into it. And, you know, we got some heat for it, for sure. Um, we got some horrible emails from people who, who disagreed and were saying we were doing all this horrible shit and get into it if it matters. But the incredible thing was the response was overwhelmingly positive. And so it, it, it sort of underscored to me that if you're going to go, if you're going to get out there in the mix and you're going to try to make a difference it, around a, a unique moment in time, as we've been trying to do here with the pod storm, then you have to be in tune with that moment in time. And, and when things shifted as a result of George's
1: murder, um, we shifted with it. And you, you have to have some balls to, to say some of the stuff that you that you that you did, or or in general, if someone's starting this. You got to have you, and you you just have to be you. You've got to be transparent. You've got to be authentic. And here's what came out on the backside of this: an eighty one percent increase increase in listeners, raving fans become even more raving fans, and and the people that don't like it, well that's great that's almost better to know that somebody doesn't like it and they tune out so that's telling you that your message is it's it's emotional like people are getting onto this thing or they're they're getting pissed like you've how many emails have you received about not cussing you're like i'm I'm unsubscribing to you because you cuss too much yeah fuck Fuck you. you (laughs) <laughs> i got a canned
0: I mean, response for that one <laughs> i don't know if it's a daily email but
2: it's a frequent one i get that one too for grumpy old geeks at least uh Weird. once or twice a week we get that one i have to say on this on this latest episode of grumpy old geeks we put your your very powerful message at the end and i've got nothing but love from the from the fans over that so that's that's all good so t- tell everybody what you did there,
0: Jace, because uh, it really touched my heart. And um, this is the first time I've heard what the reaction is, because the episode just came out. So why don't you describe it and tell us about the reaction?
2: All right. Well, I mean, this was your uh, was it yesterday in Santa Cruz piece that came out? It was just it was a short piece, five and a half minutes long. But this is where you first talked about. What you went through with your friend's murder and then, you know, going and crying for the police, crying for George and everybody. It was just extremely emotional how you just laid everything out on the table. And I thought it was so unbelievably beautifully well said, you know, tears have no color. That was perfect, you know, and I'm like, I want to put this in in, in my show because I want everybody to hear it. I don't want to say, hey, go check out the show notes and do it. So I'm just like, it's here. I'm putting it in the show. And uh, since it went out, I have gotten just nothing but great stuff about uh, about people who who never would have listened to it because they're never going to go click a link. So I think that was um, it was just something I th- I think it needs to be done. And I sent I've sent it to uh, our mutual friend, uh, Dan Nitro Clark, who sent it around to some of his uh, law enforcement friends who were all very, very touched by it. And, you know, you know, you've got to share things far and wide when when you have something great like that. Well, I can't thank you
0: enough. I mean. The fact that you would want to include that um, in an episode of Grumpy Old Geeks is is amazing. And I, I deeply appreciate it. And, um, you know, it's interesting. I, I, I only thought about it after the fact when people said to me that I had taken a lot of risk by wading into the conversation about race, uh, racism, murder, civil rights, the police defund the police. And and by the way, I think we need to make t-shirts that say defund, defund the police. And so, but to be candid, I didn't feel like while we were doing it, that I was taking a risk. I felt compelled, like enough was enough. And I had not talked about Tushar's murder publicly. And so I felt like now was the time that evil is evil and tears are colorless. And we gotta we gotta deal with the evil, and so yeah, just kind of let it fly. And then I've never gotten any kind of reaction like anything that I've done like that. I mean, the, the the emails were just and tweets and and all of it was just absolutely stunning. And um and to have it occur in the middle of the pod storm, I don't know. It was an incredibly. I'll never forget it. It was incredibly unique experience um, with a lot of heartfelt moments. And frankly. Um, a lot of tears, you know, people sent me emails that said, uh, I got an email from one guy who said, my best friend was murdered two months ago.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And, you know, thank you for saying what you said. And, um, you know, I got those sorts of emails from people, um, you know, people emailing saying like, we, 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 I cried when I, when I read this or I cried when I heard this, that's a very powerful thing.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, bravo for you for doing it, man. Bravo. I'm glad you could finally speak about it publicly too, because I know it's yep. you've been quiet about this for a very long time. Well, having
0: having his murderers caught makes a giant difference, right? Yep. Um. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. Th- that also happened in the middle of the pod storm too. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. I mean,
0: D'Char's uh, murderers were captured very early on, uh, in the pod storm, and um. Of course, it was incredible, incredibly good news and something that we waited for and fought for and prayed for for 231 days. The interesting thing about having a life event like that occur when you're trying to do something really powerful in your work life, as we were all trying to do with the pod storm, is uh, it can can really knock you off your moorings, right? And it can be hard to keep going. Uh, when, you know, you see the faces of the people who murdered your brother for the first time and you hear their names and, you know, they get, they, they, there's a preliminary, there's an arraignment and, and there's all of those things. Right. And so that was a fire we had to walk through while doing the pod storm. And, you know, uh, of course, Jason, you had to walk through a fire with your dad and a real health scare there that, uh, luckily it, it didn't turn out to be anything anywhere near as bad as we thought it might've been in the very beginning. And, and so it is, it's an interesting thing, right? When you're uh, trying to do something really big and go for it in your professional life. And and in this case, do a first and the three of us, plus the rest of the team just felt like we were in a bunker together trying to do something (laughs) really special and really fun and really creative and something that would make a difference. And yet at the same time, we had really big shit going on. You know, Jamie's business was on fire in a bad way and um, you know, Jace, your shit was going on and then all this stuff with Tashar's murderers and all of that and then, of course, all of the emotions that we were all feeling around C-19 and that and the, the recession and then how horrifying it was to see um, you know, George Floyd get fucking killed on TV in front of all of us it, I mean, it was just a lot at a time when we were trying to do break and take new ground in podcasting all of this. Like I look back on it now and I think fucking a, we walked through some fire in the last 30 days.
2: (laughs) I love it though, that uh, once we started it, we didn't back down. We're like, no, we're going to finish this thing. We said we were going to do it. We're going to do it. There's just no, it's like there there was no if, ands or buts. It's like, we're going to get through this thing and it's, it's going to get done and it's going to be great. So it was also a nice thing sometimes to take your mind off of all the other shit that was going on. <laughs> well, you know, in a,
0: in a, in a weird way, you know, we had a, if you will, a social contract with our listeners that we mm-hmm. wanted to live up to. And there were moments where I thought, okay, fuck it. Like, we're, I, I can't continue this. You know, it's just like, it's too much. We had too much going on in life, too much going on in the world, too much pain, too much crying, um, too many emotions, too many challenges. And yet we kept walking through the fire. And I felt a very deep commitment, not just to our listeners, but also to the two of you guys that if I didn't continue, I would be letting you guys down. And so there's an interesting thing when you're on a team with a mission, the level of interdependence that emerges i'd be curious as to your thoughts about that
2: well if you'd have quit i'd have driven up to santa cruz and kicked your ass like taped you to a microphone (laughs) say tell me tell me some wisdom my man
1: make it happen Well, I, I do think that's probably the biggest part of it is beyond making the decision, making a decision to do something is easy. Actually doing it and carrying it out. That's the tough part. And I think if you're moving in a direction where you're uncomfortable or you're challenged, uh, emotionally or otherwise, that's a good position to be in because that means you're, you're charting new territory. And, and I, I, it was nice to be able to experience, uh, that with both of you. And, uh, it was it was a learning curve it's, at some points, and I know at some points it was really challenging getting the getting the audio turned around. And then, oh, by the way, I have to go do this incredibly uh, emotional, emotionally draining thing today, um, or participate in, but still turn out the stuff. I mean, that's that's the difference between a professional and an amateur, or a hobbyist and a professional, in my opinion. I don't know about
0: you guys, but uh, I think we earned some professional stripes over the last (laughs) thirty
2: days. (laughs) Uh, We got them. We got them. Pat yourselves on the back, fellas.
0: Yeah, it does. It feels good. We I think we accomplished something, and and hopefully we made a difference. Hopefully we inspired to do others to do pod storms or or similar, similar insane things (laughs) in their own businesses to try to help move the needle. Uh, is there anything else you guys want to touch on um,
1: before what's, we wrap? What's next for, for you, Jason and Christopher? We're going to keep on keeping on.
2: We're going to do some more follow your difference and some more lockhead on marketing. So, and as soon and some as some more grumpy old geeks, and there's always more grumpy old geeks. <laughs> uh, yes, there is. But I tell you what, as soon as this damn pandemic's over, I'm coming up to Santa Cruz and we're going to have some whiskey, my brother.
0: <laughs> there's going to be a, we're going to, uh, that we will increase the stock price of Jack Daniels just based on our behavior. (laughs) We can save the Scottish economy. If Jason and I can get a four day weekend together. (laughs) Seriously.
2: (laughs) gonna invest in Lagavulin before I come up there.
0: Maybe the Scottish and Irish economies. (laughs) Yeah. Jamie,
1: anything else for you as we wrap? No, it's been exciting. Thank you for doing everything you did. And uh, Jason it has been great working with the both of you on this. I think it's just been a lot ton of fun and I'm I was glad to be a part of it. Thank you for allowing me to be a part of this. It's been fantastic. It's been a pleasure to get to know you well, over these
2: I, 30 days. So, it's been it's yeah. been a lot of fun and thank you of course to Chris for putting the putting the band together, putting all of us <laughs> together to do this stupid shit that we did. <laughs> well, and I
0: I love you guys. You you're amazing. I deeply deeply appreciate you. And um you know, I never knew when I started podcasting how the relationship with listeners would be i never it was something i couldn't conceive of and so i just want to thank all of our listeners everybody uh for letting us in your ears and your hearts and your minds over these last 30 days um for sharing uh you know we got countless emails from people saying we're sharing this with our whole company or we're sharing this with our whole marketing team or things along those lines and uh and and being with us allowing us to be part of your effort to, um, you know, up the downturn to punch the recession in the face and, <laughs> and do that. Um, it's, it's, it, it, I mean, you guys know when people let you into their ears and into their minds and their hearts, it, it's a, it, I know it sounds corny, but it isn't, a, it, I get emotional about it. It's an incredible thing when people decide to spend that time with you, isn't it?
2: Oh, it's an, it's it's amazing. Every email I get, every tweet that I get, any inter- interaction that I have with people who listen to my shows, it's just like it's a gift. I mean, it's like it's a great privilege that you you know, that you've given me to be able to talk to you. And I just I know what that feels like. And you know, I've been doing it for seven and a half years. And every time I get a get an email from somebody who likes something that we did or. Something that we produced or even just spent the damn time to listen to it. I'm just honored. I totally get it. It's a great feeling. It's why and you know, honestly, when this thing happened, we almost took grumpy old geeks off the air and we said, No, because all of the fans said don't stop doing it. And we did it. And that's you know, that's the great honor of having a podcast with people who listen who enjoy what you do.
0: Yeah. All right, boys. I love you both. Thank you so much. And the next pod storm will be a three
2: day pod storm. Yes. <laughs> And we're going to be doing it from the Bahamas. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, brothers. All right. Let's put a
0: bow on this thing, people. Thank you so much. We would like to thank our good friends at NetSuite, the world's number one cloud business system. They have put together a remarkable guide called the Seven Actions Businesses Need to Take Now to get your free copy of that and your free product tour of Netsuite visit netsuite.com slash different. Learn how you can turn data into doing with my friends at Splunk. Visit splunk.com slash D, the number two and the letter E as in data to everything. My friends at Otranet have been building legendary B2B websites in Silicon Valley for over 20 years. Visit n e t. If you want to design and dominate your own market category, my friends at Category Design Advisors are there to help you check out Category designadvisors.com and if you haven't already why not pick up a copy of global bestseller play bigger how pirates dreamers and innovators create and dominate markets and if you have picked up a copy Thank you so much. I need to remind you that today's podcast is the sole property of the Lockhead Podcast Network. And uh, if you're into uh, powerful dialogues, check out our other podcast, uh, Christopher Lockhead. Follow your different at lockhead.com or wherever you get legendary podcasts. Today's information is provided to you solely for informational purposes. And I uh, need to warn you the creators of this podcast were almost certainly consuming libations. Remember to consult your shaman, doctor, and mother before acting on anything you hear on this oddcast. Uh we are produced by Jason DeFilippo as always. Sarah Knox and Jamie J do legendary technical execution. Show notes by Diane Gervasio. Candy Dandy keeps the trains running on time. Send any questions, comments or uh, we'll send you your money back if you ask for it at uh, blackhole at lockhead.com. Blackhole, all one word lockhead, L O C H H E A D.com. The thought I'll leave you with comes from Gandhi, who said, Satisfaction lies in the effort, not the attainment. Uh, please stay healthy. Thank you so much. We sure hope you've enjoyed the, uh, uh, the pod storm, and we'll look forward to seeing you soon. Stay legendary. And until we're together again, follow your different.